Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. I think it was about this time yesterday we were talking about the message we started popping, we saw popping up on Facebook pages for the Grundy County Sheriff, the Winnebago County Sheriff, the uh, there are several sheriffs throughout the state of Illinois posted the same message, and that is, as your duly elected sheriff, my job and my office are sworn, in fact, to protect the citizens of Grundy County. This is a job and a responsibility I take with the utmost seriousness. Part of my duties I accepted upon being sworn into office is to protect the rights provided to all of us in the Constitution. One of those rights is the right of people to keep and bear arms provided under the Second Amendment. It goes on to say, therefore, as a custodian of the jail and chief law enforcement official for Grundy County, that neither myself nor my office will be checking to ensure that lawful gun owners register their weapons with the state, nor will we arrest or house or our house law abiding individuals that have been arrested solely with noncompliance of this act. Of course, Governor Pritzker signed that into law and people were saying, well, how can you be? in law enforcement and not enforce the law. So that was a question we wanted to pose to any of the sheriffs that would talk to us. And, of course, it was really nice because Sheriff Andrew Hires is the president of the Illinois Sheriff's Association, and he's joining us on the Lisa Dent Show. How are you today? I'm doing well, Lisa. Yourself? Doing well. And is this a question that other people asked of you today or in the past 24 hours? Oh, most certainly. Um, we, <laughs> we've definitely had uh, requests all across the state and for other states. I'm I'm near the Indiana line, so we, we had Tarot News channels reach out as well. So we had Representative Bob Morgan on earlier, and he said that it really isn't the job of the sheriff's department to do this, that it's more of a... Here, listen to Steve's question that he posed to Representative Bob Morgan. I want to go back to the sheriff's statements, though, because when we were listening to them yesterday, sort of one by one, all with the same statement, it occurred to me that the enforcement of this registration would likely fall more with state police than it would with county sheriffs. Am I wrong in that? No, you're right, Steve. I mean, right now, our FOID system is through the Illinois State Police. So all levels of law enforcement, local, state, uh, federal, they're involved with enforcement of, of state and federal gun laws. Um, but, but at the end of the day, our, our FOI cards, it's a state system. So I think these sheriffs are they're trying to uh, take advantage of what they think is a political winner for them. But again, that's all fine and good until there's another mass shooting in their community. And then their constituents are going to ask why the sheriffs were talking about political bluster instead of trying to enforce the laws. So, Sheriff, what's your response to that? Well, a couple folds there. I, I would agree with him. It is, it's more of an Illinois State Police issue than it is the sheriffs, uh, as far as this goes. But I, I also disagree that this is a political issue. This is a constitutional issue, and we, we strongly feel that this is definitely a violation of the Second Amendment of our Constitution. But, Sheriff, that's not your decision to make, is it? I mean, it, it may well be, and we'll find, I likely there will be a stay issued pretty quickly, and then the, the, the law would be put on hold. But, do you routinely look at a law and consider whether or not it's constitutional? I would say absolutely. Can you give me another example? Can you give me an example? Well, Safety Act was one um, with the pretrial services. Now, they gave us time for suits to be filed, and this one they made it immediately. 
the pretrial fairness act was definitely one that we felt was uh, had some constitutional issues that that we um, agencies proceeded with lawsuits and found it to be unconstitutional. Which would be the which but, could be the route here. I mean, would would you have then not? Give us time though. Yeah, but I mean, so had had you not had the stay with the safety act, would you have not have enforced it? Most likely, we would have enforced it had, had there been a law that come. But but again, it was an unconstitutional thing, and we knew that from the beginning. But we had time to to take it to the courts to show that. Well, they, and, they've and the been courts has ruled in that favor. I, I apologize. I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but we no, don't know okay. that it's unconstitutional yet, right? It's just been stayed pending the state supreme court. I think, here. A, I think a lower court ruled it unconstitutional. Now it moves up to the courts. Right. Yes. Right. It's um. It's law in eight other states. Were the ninth state are sheriffs in those states following the law? I, I couldn't answer that. I don't. I don't know what they're doing or how they're doing in those other states. But in our particular case, uh, we we've outlawed or banned firearms, um, but similar firearms that, that function in the same manner are not outlawed. So that to us makes no sense. That if you have a firearm that's a semi-automatic that fires one round with a pull of a trigger, single pull of a trigger, but you're banning another weapon that functions the exact same way simply because of its appearance, most likely. So you're saying if a crime was committed, that you would yes. follow through with the law. If it's not committed, well, you're not going to. I don't think there's any sheriff saying they won't enforce the law if there's other underlying factors here. Um, we're just made the statement that as uh, that we're not going to go door-to-door checking to see if people are registering their firearms. Again, that's a state police issue. If they choose to do that, I guess that is their their right to do so. Uh, but as sheriffs, we see this as an unconstitutional thing, and we think it will be challenged, and I'm pretty confident it will be challenged. And we will see, hopefully, sooner than later, whether or not uh, how the courts um, uphold this. Well, Sheriff, that's the part that doesn't make sense to me, because I think you're probably right. There will be... Uh, one way or another, a stay until it's uh, uh, listened to by the Supreme Court or by some court. But it just seems sort of, um, I'll use the word uh, unusual, that a group of sheriffs would come out with the same worded memorandum saying that they weren't going to enforce the law of the land on the assumption that there's going to be a court proceeding. Well, let me interrupt you there. I sure. don't think anyone said they weren't going to enforce it. Well, they did. Um, I mean, they, they said they weren't going to go door to door or go checking citizens to see if they've registered their firearms. And, and the contrary to that, that law is really the registration can be done all the way up for 300 days. So uh, there's really going to be no enforcement, even by the state police, of this law for 300 days. And, and we will see at that time whether or not the, how the courts rule on this law. Well, then, what, that time period. what was the statement saying? And Lisa, you've got it in front of you, but I, I mean, it, it's. I don't have it. In no, front Lisa of me, does. I think it, it, I think it originally says that we will not be. And I can pull it up here real quick. I got it. I can, yeah, it, it says, therefore, as a custodian of the jail and chief law enforcement official for right. Grundy County, and this was posted by many sheriffs, that neither myself nor my office will be checking to ensure that lawful gun owners register their weapons with the state, nor will we arrest house law-abiding individuals that have been arrested solely with noncompliance of this act. As far as the housing goes, that that's, uh, a sheriff has discretion on who he uh, accepts into his facility on that. And, and as we know, as, as Illinois is moving forward with, their their goal is not to house people in jail. So I think that statement of not housing them is kind of right on track with what Illinois is, is trying to accomplish um, by not having folks who commit crimes be incarcerated. Um, so it's the, safe, so the, it's the Safety Act coming to the rescue in a way. 
They're not coming to our rescue. I mean, <laughs> no, we're still opposed to right, the safety right, act. Right, sure. But like we're, we're just simply set, suggesting to you that that, that is, is kind of what the state's wanting anyway, is it not? I mean, for us not to house. In, in all, all respect, right. these these individuals are law-abiding citizens. They're not violent people. They, they own guns that they legally could possess two days ago, and now all of a sudden, because they're not willing to register them with the state police, they become felons. That's not a violent crime. Right, but they've got a year to register it. And here's my question. Sure. When, when I purchase a gun, they know my name. They know what I purchased. Where is, I mean, you already have the information. You already know who purchased guns in this state, right? We do not. I, I do not have a record of everybody that purchased firearms in this state. That's maintained by the, uh, by the federal firearms license holders. And, and I think just in layman's terms, Sheriff, and I appreciate you doing what you do, and I'm thankful that you called in um, because people have been asking, well, if they're not going to enforce the law and they are the people in charge of enforcing the law, what have we come to? Understood. And sheriffs use discretion every day, and police officers use discretion every day on laws. If we enforced every infraction that we saw, we would be in, enforcing uh, very many more laws than we currently do. Our, our job is not to enforce laws to generate revenue. It's not enforce laws to just because we enjoy it or like to. Our whole job is to enforce laws to make our communities safe and safer for those who live in it and those who visit it. I, at least it's um, probably... And this, and this law, in no way, shape, or form... It makes Richland County safer by me enforcing it. And so I get that. Like we talk about prosecutorial discretion and uh, you you can't sure. prosecute every offense. You can't uh, make every arrest. So if that's the case and you believed as you did, why didn't you just quietly not do it? Why was this such a concerted public effort on the day after the governor signed it to come out like this? A lot of it because uh, our constituents in our area, or at least in my area, were demanding it. Um, and there are many, many people in this state that see this as an unconstitutional law, and they, they are asking for us to stand up to this. And, fight and you against. are an elected official. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got to get a check on weather and traffic. I hope you'll come back on the show as more questions arise. Sure. Anytime. We'd, we'd love to. And uh, thank you for having me today. Thank you, Sheriff. What's going on, Mary?